Thanks for listening to The Vine's podcast. The Vine is a church in Austin, Texas, with the simple goal of following Jesus together. And we hope this message helps you in doing just that. Our scripture reading today is Matthew 14, 22 through 33. The scripture says this. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of, uh, ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then all those who were in the boat worshipped Jesus, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, So the scripture that we have here, uh, it comes right after the feeding of the 5,000, one of Jesus' most public, biggest miracles that he did. And the way in which he followed up from this great spectacle of his power is that Jesus needed to get away. Jesus needed to get away to be alone with his father, to have time of prayer. And so he tells his disciples to go, go ahead on, I'll catch up with you on the other side of this lake. And Later on that night, uh, far away from land, the disciples were rowing and all of a sudden the wind turned and it started blowing against them. And I'm not sure if you've experienced this. I've experienced this in my own life. Um, A group of friends and I, we go on a canoe trip every year and we usually go in the canyons, either in Devil's River over in Big Bend, one of those two places. And when the wind is blowing against you, it is incredibly frustrating. And I've been thinking about uh, the disciples' experience because when you're trying to row against the wind, it feels like everything is against you. Every moment you stop, you start going backwards. It's uh, depleting. It's exhausting. The last thing you want to do is to look at the land to see how little you're moving as you're straining at the oars. And I've been thinking this week about the disciples' experience on this night. What was going through their hearts and mind while this was happening? Uh, they probably felt out of control with the wind just turning for without any sort of uh, notice. They were exhausted. The strong wind, the sound of a strong wind, they were probably afraid. And my guess is they were wondering where Jesus was. And for me, that probably summarizes many of our experiences in this moment, in this season. We are feeling depleted. <laughs> exhausted of patience and purpose or joy or is running thin. Um, we are feeling out of control. We're reminded that we're out of control, to be honest. And even feeling anxious. How's your anxiety level this week? I know for me personally, I had a, a friend ask me how I was doing. 
And I was like, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm not really that nervous or anxious or stressed out or afraid. And then all of a sudden, as we kept talking, I realized that my left eye was twitching. And it had been doing that for like half an hour, as if my body is trying to tell me, no, 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 you're feeling anxiety. It's just beneath the surface. Um, I think, to be honest, my anxiety, my fear, if I'm going to be honest, it, it's not necessarily about contracting this virus, although that's something that's incredibly serious. It's not to be messed with or downplayed. Uh, but more than that, my anxiety is just around how everything is shutting down around us. And even afraid of the unintended consequences that have, are going to come from the season where our culture is just shutting down. The economy, how that's going to affect that. Industries are going to shut down. Um, people's jobs, their provision. For me, it has left me with a bit of nerves about anxiety. And even like we were already, as a culture, already had a pandemic of isolation and loneliness. And I, I'm concerned about people feeling even more isolated, even more alone, where these mental loops are, can easily just circle our lives. And that, for me, uh, gives me fear. And so I've seen that there's an uptick of anxiety and fear in my own self. But it's in these moments in our lives, and it's in these moments of the disciples' lives, where Jesus shows up. The problem, though, is that Jesus shows up and we don't have the attention or perspective to notice that it is actually him. This is what happens as we heard in our scripture. Just before dawn, now just think about it, just before dawn, that means that these men have been rowing all night. <laughs> just before dawn, verse 25, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. Uh, when his disciples saw that Jesus was, it was him walking on the lake. They were terrified. It's a ghost, they said. And they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Jesus here um, says the ever so common commandment in our Bible, which is to do not be afraid. And I'm sure like you, I have heard that that over and over again, either an Instagram post or other things that have been sent to me, that this is the most frequent or common commandment in the Bible. I've even heard people say that it's in the Bible 365 times to remind us every single day. I'm not sure if that's true, but it's something that I've heard over and over again. Uh, and I, to be honest, as I've processed my own fear in that commandment, I have wondered how that phrase, do not be afraid, how that phrase, is that helpful to me in this moment? Like, is that idea of just being told, do not fear, does that actually help move me away from fear? I don't think that choosing to not be afraid is as simple as that. It's like the same thing as choosing to not be sad or depressed, like just get happy. I don't think it's a matter of will or I don't think it's a matter of choice for many of us. And instead of shaming ourselves from having fear, what if, what if our fear is actually trying to teach us something? What if our fear is teaching us that we have learned to believe that we are in control and all of a sudden we experience that we're not in control? What if our fear is reminding us that we are mere mortals, the thing that we actually talk about and practice in Lent and in Ash Wednesday, that we're mortal, that we are here in this world and our days are numbered and we get a brush of that, our fear is revealed. 
What if our fear is actually teaching us what we treasure the most in our life? God does, though. Like, God does want to move us out of a place where we're stuck in fear. That's not where we have been designed to go. So notice again what Jesus said. Be very, like, very careful in reading this. What Jesus says. Jesus says more than don't be afraid. Jesus actually says also, take courage. Moving from a place of fear is not only releasing the fear that we experience in our life that riddles our hearts, but it's also about taking up courage. It's more than just denying fear. It's actually, as we follow Jesus, we're learned and we're taught what does it mean to grab courage, to, to embrace courage while also knowing that fear is there too. I love how Peter responds to seeing Jesus walk on the water. As they were afraid, Jesus says, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. This is what Peter says. Lord, if it is you, tell me to come out to you on the water. And Jesus says, come. Then Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Peter is, I think for me, just as such a picture of us. He started walking on the water towards Jesus, but then noticed the wind and how he was afraid, and he began to sink. Peter is a reminder for me that he's a mixture of both faith and fear. He's a mixture of both worry and courage. Notice, when Peter's eyes were on Jesus, he began to walk over the waters. He literally is walking on water towards Jesus. But when his attention was turned away from Jesus, when he noticed the wind, he actually was struck with fear again and began to seek. Peter is a mixture of this ability that we have to be people of faith, but also people of worry. A spiritual discipline for us, I believe, is that during this season, it is a season for us to practice Mindful attentiveness. Those who know me well know that there's like a mantra that I live with, and it's this phrase. What we focus on determines what we miss. When Peter focuses on Jesus, he missed out on fear. When he was focused on Jesus, he was missing out on fear. And when he focused on the wind, he missed out on Jesus's powerful presence. What we focus on determines what we miss. Rather than simply telling yourself to not fear, what if we need to be mindful of how we are feeding our fear or feeding our courage? Where is our focus? So like for me, I'm thinking about my life. Is the amount of media that I'm taking in and consuming, is it feeding my fear or is it feeding faith? Is the, the words that I'm speaking and the, the people I'm listening to, are those people feeding fear or feeding courage? Is, is uh, the mental loops that I am wrapping my lives and my days around, are they wrapped around, are they centered around fear or are they centered around faith? What is that going on in your life? What, is, what are you circling your days with? Spiritual health for me is not only when we deny the presence of fear in our life, that's not spiritual health. For me, spiritual health is learning about being intentional and mindful about feeding hope, feeding courage, feeding faith.
When we unintentionally feed our fear, we know what happens. That fear depletes our energy. It dominates our thoughts. It minimizes our imagination, our ability to have perspective. But when we feed our courage, when we feed our hope, when we feed our faith, the cycle of fear can be broken. And it's not that we deny that fear is there, but it's also a choice to seek to feed courage. This takes intention. Jesus, though, he was there for Peter. Even though Peter uh, turned his attention from Jesus and began to notice the wind and waves, Jesus was there. Jesus grabbed him, held him, brought him back into the boat. So I just wanted you to know that Jesus is with you. Whether you are incredibly afraid right now or full of faith or courage, whatever's marking your life, Jesus is with you in the midst of the storm. Though you might struggle with not focusing on fear, Jesus will be with you. And again and again, he will speak these words of life to you. Take courage. It is me. I am with you. So take a second right now and just consider what is fueling fear in your own life? What are the, the things in your own life that are, seem to feed worry, to feed fear, to feed anxiety? And now if you can, just think about what in your life is feeding courage, feeding hope, feeding faith. It might be worship. It might be getting out to take a walk. It might be sitting in God's word. It might be prayer and meditation. Whatever's feeding your faith and your hope, make that a priority in your life this week. Make that a priority in this season. And I, as I close, I just want to remind us of who God is and what God wants to do. I'm reminded of Paul's words to his to his mentee, Timothy. This is what Paul said to him. For God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. That is what God's spirit wants to birth in you in this season. Power, love, and self-discipline or self-control. In this fearful and anxious time, may we be honest about the fears that we have but may we also learn to allow God to breathe in us power, love, and control so that we can take courage and feed faith in the midst of the anxious time and when we're in.